0: Yes, 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 yes. Hey guys, this is Gerald Peters. Welcome to The Money Flow. Taking a break from my story of building wealth and accumulation, trying to multiply myself, push my intent to the universe, and leverage myself and my money. This quest that I began at age 27 was to try to figure out how to get enough money that I could just make money from money. But the problem that I had is I didn't have a high-paying job. The highest-paying job I've ever had is $12.50 an hour. You're not getting very far on that. But luckily, I lived rather frugally at the time because I'd already busted out. Like Me and my first wife did everything dumb you could do with money, and we'd already busted out from the pawn shops to the payday loans to the uh, the, uh, car payments. We did everything you could do. Rent apartments we couldn't afford. Everything that we could do, I got that shit out of my system by about the age of twenty-eight or twenty-seven. I began to study these principles of wealth, and I began to read books like the book that I'm holding in my hand right here. It's entitled "The Eight Pillars of Prosperity." Now, a lot of people have come along the world, and come along the universe here in our modern day. In, in probably not probably in the I bet in the '50s someone wrote a book called "The Eight Pillars of Prosperity," and and in the '90s, I mean. This is, you know, it's a pretty common title. This book is literally out of print. Like, you could reprint this book. And <clears throat> I've used the book, The Science of Getting Rich, to push forward my agenda in business and life and helping me. Um, that book helped me with the foundation of a basic way to think. Like, I, the way I began to think about everything, like, I began to think, like, there is no competition. Like, uh, things that I hold in my mind, hold, that's holding it in formless substance. So if I was to get up every day and spend thirty minutes to an hour doing something, if I did this repetitively day after day, week after week, I could actually become proficient at doing things. And and so I trained myself like how to paint a house, how to how to work on drywall, how to how to talk to contractors, how to find a house. You know, save up the money by living, you know, relatively frugal, and purchase a property, and then and then start renting it. And then, if I needed money, I could come back in two years, pull my money out, and go do it again, and let that house stay there renting. But you know, I lived pretty frugal, and I couldn't live on twelve dollars and fifty cents. So I began to study books like this. Um, James Allen was an interesting character. Um, he, you know, he's up there with Napoleon Hill. You know, Ben Franklin kind of started on along the ways. Ben Franklin had a book called The Way to Wealth. Um, then, of course, my man Wallace D. Waddle's Science of Getting Rich, and uh, some people would say The Art of War by uh, Sun Tzu. However, you say his name, that book's been read a lot longer than these books here. That book's been read thousands of years. And then, of course, the ultimate new thought teacher would be Jesus Christ, right? And, and I'm not a religious man, but I think we have to kind of say Jesus, Muhammad, and Buddha kind of did some – they had some pretty good branding. I mean they built a pretty big pretty big audience. Well, James Allen was teaching and writing during these times, but his audience wasn't near as big as Jesus, obviously. I just stumbled across these books. And this book is entitled The Eight Pillars, and what he's saying is it's popularly supposed that the greater pros- prosperity for individuals or nations can only come through a political and social reconstruction. This cannot be true apart from the practice of moral virtues in the individuals that compromise a nation. Better laws and social conditions will always follow a higher realization of morality among the individuals of a community. In other words, that the better life is for everyone, more honest people tend to be because more people have jobs, there'll be less criminals. If more people were educated, it's logical that less people would commit crimes. Does that make sense? That's what he's saying there. But… But no legal enactment can give prosperity to, nor can it prevent the ruin of a man or a nation that has become lax and decadent in the pursuit of practice of virtue. In other words, if you've got a nation of thieves, everybody's going to be a thief, and it's going to be hard to prosper. Because as you prosper, people are going to be stealing it as a general rule. that if as it, The more moral the nation is, the easier it is to become prosperous. But then he goes on to say something that's very important. But no legal enactment can give prosperity to, nor can it prevent the ruin of, a man or a nation that has become lax and decadent in the pursuit of practice of virtue. He puts forth these eight, what he calls, pillars. These are the pillars of prosperity. Pillar number one is energy. Pillar number two is the economy. Pillar number three is integrity. Being a person of integrity, running your business of integrity. If you go around stealing, lying, cheating long enough, you get lied to, stole from, and cheated. The universe has a way of correcting itself. The economy. You have to learn to operate within the economy. So one of the pillars, one of the eight pillars of prosperity is understanding the economy. Number three is energy. This idea of activity, of effort, of pushing forth your intent, of taking action, of moving forward, of falling forward fast, right? Of of, 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 of just… Pushing ourselves into the fray and 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 seeking seeking wealth. Uh, number number four was system. You have to somehow develop a system. You know, I did this. I created a lawn care business. I worked for the prison. I began to do online marketing. I got involved in network marketing. I. Traded things, I flipped things, I sold things. When the internet first came out, I was selling books on there. Like, I've tried all these different things just to make a couple bucks. And at at one time, I had, like, I added it up, and one month I got paid by like 17 different things. Like, it was seven, like, one of them paid me $100, one paid me $6,000, one paid me $500, but it was 17 things. Like, 10 of these were little hustles on the internet, nothing illegal, just things I had done. I had a website that got some traffic. And I, and 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 when Netflix first came out, they pay ten dollars for everyone you referred. Dude, I was referring like two and three people a day. That doesn't sound like I'm out of money, but at ten bucks, think about it. That's thirty bucks a day. Multiply that times seven. That's two hundred and ten dollars a week. I don't need the money. Like it's one of seventeen little things. And what I did is I took that money and I began to look for systems. Like investing in dividends, is, you can create a system out of that. The dogs of the Dow, something I teach in my free ebook, You Don't Have to Die Boat. Like you can just pump money into that strategy every month. And I promise you, if you just do that month after month after month after month after month after month, year after year after year after year, in like seven to 10 years, you're going to have a bunch of money that's in the stock market that's earning dividends. Now, how much? I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go. You may get lucky and the stock market drops by half for like, say the first two or three years, and you just keep piling money in, keep pushing it, keep pushing it, keep pushing it. And all of a sudden it comes back. And then the money you put in now doubles very quickly because you begin to catch the recovery. And, and you're going to have that happen multiple times. And then you could begin to like research different sectors and industries and you could invest money in that. Like you could just say, Hey, look, I noticed that all the, uh, all the, uh, all the businesses that are in the cruise line business, that pay dividends, their stocks are on sale because of the coronavirus virus. And so you could begin to take, make a financial bet betting against that we're gonna get the coronavirus fixed, the economy's gonna recover and everything's gonna go back to normal and Chinese are gonna be on the boats. But if you're wrong, it's gonna go lower and that could give you an opportunity to buy more. And so if we could pick out one of those stocks that has a value trading say 20 or 30% higher than it is now, this would be a good spot to take a position, don't you think? And you say, well, what if it goes lower? Well, we could take another position. We could commit to this for the next year, year and a half as a side project to build a sizable enough position in one particular sector that when it goes up, you make $50,000, not $200. You make $50,000. And then you take $50,000 and you put it down on a duplex. And then you rent the duplex. And in a couple of years, you come back and you pull money out of that equity free. And you put it back into the stock market on something else that's on sale. And that's the game that I play every day. And it started out with one, one house, one stock, and I just kept pushing my intent into there. James Allen says number five is sympathy. So probably uh, uh, be sympathetic toward other people and their causes. Understand when people are haters or people are rude, they may just be in pain. As I sit in my hot tub drinking a Coors Light right now, riffing on this book that I've gone through many, many, many times you might be a, a follower of my newsletter thepetersreport.com just like it sounds thepetersreport.com it's free you see me doing what i just said to you like i have the, i have like a half a million dollars that's invested in that newsletter like all those stocks you see plus the buy and hold portfolio plus the mortgage rate plus the, if you look in the back, the Dow, the 3 m like I own all of those. And I have like, and some of those I have like twenty dollars and $30,000 invested in that sector. And that sector is paying me like two dollars and $3,000 a year. Like money's coming to my house every month. And I have at last count, I think it was 72 things that pay me money every month or every quarter. And that's all inside the report. I mean, what I don't show you because it'd be so fucking labor intensive and the report is free and it's like, damn, I don't work for you as an employee. You could do a little bit of digging. I'm just trying to point and push you in the right direction. Inside of my newsletter, I show you the dogs of the Dow and I'm currently acquiring these, but I wait for them to go on a stage four decline. I don't buy them when they're overpriced. I buy them when they're underpriced throughout the entire year. And I have so much money dedicated to playing this strategy and I may take profits from over here and put it into this. And if one of these blow up and goes up 30 or 40%, I might sell a little bit of that to put over here and a little bit of this and a little bit of this, plus I add some new money, plus, oh, maybe I sold a house or did something over here or had another project, and I invest that. And I just keep this constant state of making money, trying to make more money to, so that I can invest some money. I can't invest it all. i got to pay the water bill, the light bill, electricity, buy food. Take the kids shopping, go to the mall, go to the grocery store, go to restaurants. All that shit that you do, I have to do that, plus I want to invest. That's where the side hustle came from. So when I started making $30 a day from Netflix, guess what I did with the money? I invested all the money. I literally invested $30 a day, like boom, just transfer it right to E-Trade, 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 E-Trade. I don't need that money. People say, what about taxes? I paid them. Well, then while I got the little Netflix thing going, I start looking for other things that I can do. And I get involved in all kinds of things. Some things work. Some things didn't. I did Google AdWords when that was first coming out. I tried drop shipping. I didn't do very good at that. I did sell a lot of books on eBay early days or uh, Amazon. Um, what else did I do? I would go to like garage sales and pick them up. never occurred to me to do it like on a good guy on a massive scale. I just did it, and I made like 50 bucks, 100 bucks. I just did it all the time. It was no big deal. Um, I didn't even think of it on that scale. I just would look while we we're there, I'd find some good ones and I just I got a kick out of going being forced to go to an antique place with my wife. I didn't want to be there and finding some books that were literally marked 25 cents, 50 cents and coming back and posting this book that was a textbook on on fucking eBay or Amazon and eBay at the time for two dollars and fifty cents plus shipping and then they would pay me like six, seven bucks and I'd ship out the book to them and I made you know a couple dollars. And I did that and I just added, but that was just one thing. I don't even know why I'm getting off on that. Like, I don't know what yours are. You may not need them. You may, I remember I only made $12 and 50 cents an hour. So I had to hustle, dude. The other way is just make a lot of money and be frugal and then just invest a lot. Like start to like invest. So James Allen says, number six is sincerity. Like be a sincere person. Like all that shit that I just said to you, that's all real. Like I really did do all of that. I really have been hustling this game for 20 years. Not no household name. I'm not Grant Cardone, but I've made millions of dollars simply working, saving large amounts, living very frugal, and investing chunks of money into sectors when they would go on sale. So I wouldn't put $1,000. I would put like $30,000. Like I would spend all year just putting in money. And that's not an orthodox approach to thing. But I also traded. And so I had a little bit of money in trading. I was learning that. But then I'm just piling money into AT&T. And I get to like 15 grand and I stop. And now every book of everything you'll ever read would never tell you to do that. But I've just done that over and over and over and over, year after year after year in different sectors, different stocks. And you've heard of all of them, McDonald's, Southern Electric, uh, you know, Verizon, Pfizer. At any given time, these companies would get out of whack, get too low, get too cheap, and I would just put money in, thousands of dollars and now begin to multiply that and compound those dividends and you, all of a sudden you're getting 1000 a month in dividends 2000 a month in dividends 3000 a month in dividends and you're not using the money you're putting the money back into the strategy but you're still doing the side hustles and the work and trying to make the money still you know still still investing i'm still investing every month but now my money invests 3 times a month what i invest i've always invested about 1000 to 2000 dollars a month and in about a 20 year period that's expanded and grown to like 3 million dollars some of it's good investing some of it's picking the right sector at the right time. Some of it's just having the guts and the balls to do it, to buy the house, fix it up, to sell it, get a chunk of money, and then take that and buy two rentals, right? And then go back to work saving, and then all of a sudden you got 10 rentals and then 15 rentals. When you have 15 rentals and you don't need the money because you're still working or still have a side hustle, that's like $150,000 coming in. Do you think you can invest that? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So in a short period of time, seven to 10 years, a guy lays the foundation to then do some serious Financial, uh, 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 I was about to say damage, but it's not damage, but it's damage in a good way, right? Number seven is impartiality. Impartiality, being impartial. In other words, don't be a racist bastard. Uh, Self reliance, meaning you got to be able to take care of yourself, do it yourself. You know, at some point you're going to outsource. But you know what? You're first buying a house. You need to learn how to do some painting. You need to know how to learn to effectively communicate with people. You can't be scared of your renters. You have to engage with people. You need to have them hand you a check. Like You need to feel that. Don't send that electronically without having felt that. I don't want it electronically. I want them to put it in my hand. You're too separated from your money. Some of you never even feel money. Some of you got hundreds of thousands of dollars and barely almost none of it went through your hands. It's a shame. That's why I think your do-over account, your emergency fund, your oh shit fund – should be in cash, physical cash. Because if you get caught in a lawsuit, good people get in lawsuits. Good people, bad things happen to. If your money's all in the bank, if your money's all invested, when those bad things happen to good people like you, you're fucked because now all your money's seized. Ben Franklin talked about that in his book, In the Path to Wealth. You need to have assets that other people can't take to include your government, whatever government that may be. Figure it out. Number eight was self-reliance. So that's my little overview of the eight pillars of success, riffing on the chapter titles. Um, maybe going forward, we could dig into it if you want to do this little book report, um, and I'll throw in my life. So it's just not me riffing my life. We'll, we'll try to connect it to some of these books, some of the books that had a huge perfect on me and how I've actually practically applied that to uh, to life, this concept of the money flow that I teach in my books, my newsletter. My podcast, The Science of Getting Rich, um, all of that, that's like, that's all real. It's what I do. It's how I do it. It's how I buy them. It is my thoughts. It's, it's how I manage my money. Like, it's what worked for me. And, and it's just working. And it's working better and better every day just from the power of compound interest. And the more I learn and the more I believe, and you know, after you put, you're just putting in reps, you're just putting in reps at the gym. You know, you meet a guy who's been lifting for seven, eight years, and he has been injury-free, and he's got a great physique, and he's eating right. Like, it's a beast, right? Well, you can do that to your mind, man, with your money. Like, like why not? Like, why not know what fund's going to make you the most money next year? Why not know what sector presents the best income opportunity right now? What, why not know what stock would be a good stock to flip? Make yourself 500 bucks, and it becomes one of 17 things you do to make money. I said it was one of 17 things, and then I said now I have over 70 things all paying me money, anywhere from $3 to to $9,000, all of these things, these assets from REITs, funds, closed-in funds, municipal bonds, ETFs. I own ETFs, dividend ETFs, just throw off money. It's just little money machines. You know, you just get a hundred grand in there and it's just giving you eight hundred dollars every month. You say, Well, what's the big deal? Dummy, set it on reinvest. You now have an eight hundred dollar a month investment account. You're not putting shit in it. It's doing it on its own. Think of the power of that. Now you guys out there making real money and you got seven of those going. While you're working on your business, dummy, while you're doing that, while you're doing whatever, while you're running the restaurant, working at the UPS or whatever you do, Mr. Lawyer, doctor, engineer, carpet cleaner dog walker, whatever it is you do, you can, nothing keeps you out of the money game. It's completely fractal. Anyone can participate from an iPhone at any level, whether it be $100, $500, $1,000, $10,000, a million or a billion. There's people who move billion dollars and use their phone. I asked a guy the other day at the bar, looked right at him, said, well, what do you invest in? And it took him by surprise. He had to think about it for a second. And he said, I'm an index fund only. And I said, that's cool. Are you actually putting money in it? And he said, yes. I've been doing pretty good, actually. And I'm like, that's cool. I'm not against indexing. I'm just not talking to those people. I'm looking for some people. Like my books, knowledge and information, insight, mindset, that shit is for whoever's looking for it. Might not be for you. You may have it all figured out, man. You're crushing it. I don't know. I don't know. You're you're an entrepreneur. It's not even. What's funny is my book. You don't have to die broke. It's not even about getting rich. It's just about getting your shit correct, <laughs> like that, like simple as that, like getting out of debt. Duh. Like you're gonna you think you're gonna get rich with a bunch of debt? Yeah, if it's quote good debt. I'm not arguing that. I use leverage, man. I'm not stupid. But I tell you what, I wish all 15 of my houses were paid off. <laughs> I wish I didn't have the debt. Even though I use debt, I'll I'll take it with no debt. What do you think 15 houses with no debt would pay me? You know, I'm retired, dude. Move to fucking Cuba. Be rich as hell, right? Sell them all. What are 15 houses going to give you? A couple million bucks. You got no debt. Think you can survive on a couple million bucks invested in a conservative 5% dividend portfolio? A couple million bucks. What's that paying you? 100 grand a year? 5%? See what I'm saying? Like there's so many alternatives once you begin to build wealth. And that's what these books are about, Eight Pillars of Prosperity, thinking Grow Rich, The Science of Getting Rich. It's about getting your mind thinking in a certain way because as you begin to think a certain way, the opportunities and the products and the projects and the ideas and the concepts and the new jobs and the wives and the husbands and the hookups and all these things begin to manifest because of the good thoughts that you hold in formless substance. God bless.